Hey everyone, I uh, hope that you are getting ready for the weekend. I know I'm excited because I'm going to be facilitating a session at the, um, going to the annual retreat for the San Francisco chapter of Young Women Social Entrepreneurs. And I'm leading a session at the end of Saturday, all on how to get the right mindset and habits for productivity and for, well, not just productivity, but basically for building building a business that both considers your life as well as where you want to take your business. Um, so kind of both work-life balance, but with the productivity angle to it. So I thought that, you know, given I wrote about this a little bit in my email newsletter and um, just to give a little bit of background. So I thought November's coming. November is really all about giving and all about kind of gratitude. And I thought that it would be really great to give the gift of kind of all of my best tips and tricks as they relate to launching and building your side hustle. So I'm kicking off with some tips on productivity. I wrote a post on LinkedIn all around how I approach goal setting in a really more holistic fa fashion and also trying to be more dynamic. Um, I also just uh, shared a post on Instagram about one of my favorite sort of busting through creative block uh, techniques all about productive procrastination. Um, so today I wanted to just share some a few tips and tricks all around basically how you can sort of boost or sort of you know contribute to building your business if you've only got 15 minutes or less I think it's really easy to slide into well I have my day job and I have my side hustle so that means that I'm effectively working two full-time jobs and the truth be told is that you are finite and it's not to mint not to mean that you aren't a lovely person, but you are finite in that you only have so much time and energy um, and so much brain power that you can give in any single 24-hour period, especially when you consider that eight of those hours that you'll be sleeping, eight of those hours that you're spending at work, and then there's sort of all the other activities that you need for just actually being a human being, like eating, um, just you know, taking care of yourself, like commuting. It doesn't leave that much time during the day during the side hustle. So I'm a big proponent of if you have these sort of slightly empty moments of time, how can you use those like little windows and not just say, oh, well, I've got nothing that I can do. How can you do something if you just happen to be waiting in line somewhere? You know you're going to be sitting on hold for a really long time, which is also the worst. Who really wants to listen to that music anyway? Uh, so these are just a few ideas about um, how you can do that and then I'll also come back to you and just give a little bit of an overview for the first two pieces of content that I mentioned um, earlier just in case you didn't see them on LinkedIn or on my Instagram but uh, just to kick things off so one way that I like to use little 15-minute windows are either thinking through or finding new ways to connect with your um, either existing clients or customers or uh, prospective clients or customers I think it's really easy to slide into because you are running a side hustle and so of course social media is a core part of a lot of your marketing efforts but don't forget about a lot of in-person efforts don't forget about really personal things like phone calls or if you happen to have addresses like handwritten notes um, those kinds of things that are very more uh, that are very high touch and more personal uh, both stand out because people don't really do them and because you are just a single person it's a way of you standing out in a sea of services that in general are much larger than you that are going to be sending everything automated everything standardized everything streamlined and it's a way for you to distinguish yourself 
uh, both from competitors as well as just really playing to what your strengths are as a sole proprietor, uh, very much so micro business um, in a way that stands out from your customers. So if you're doing something like maybe you're sending a physical product, include a handwritten note with that physical product that says, thank you, really appreciate that, or sort of follow up with them if it's a sale that you've already made. Um, I'm a big fan of hosting in-person events. If you're in the Bay Area, you should actually come by. I'm doing just a little happy hour with other female side hustlers that are in the Bay Area called Biz and Bubbles. Uh, we'll be down at the Riddler, which is a woman-owned champagne bar, hence the bubbles. Um, and we're all just going to talk about what our side hustles are as well as see it their ways and talk about ways that we can all support each other as um, really early business owners. So if you're in the Bay Area, definitely come by to that. Um, and I'll be by in a few seconds to share a few more of my tips. Um, but looking forward to hearing your feedback. Definitely send in Q&A if there's other things that you Hey, so I'm back with a few more tips and tricks. So uh, next up is if you aren't looking for new ways to connect with clients or customers, uh, maybe you can research a prospective client or a customer. Uh, I say that the success of virtually any business that a side hustler is going to be started is really rooted in how well do you know your audience slash customer. So really getting a deep understanding of what their motivations are, what their needs are, their goals, uh, and really trying to address how your product or how your service can really address those things is a great way to spend 15 minutes. Um, if you are, it's really easy to do this. I mean, anything like um, Instagram is a great way of seeing this. It's really great to see what sort of comments that people are leaving underneath something or uh, what kinds of things that they are liking uh, based on the hashtag. You can look through like hashtags on Instagram. You can look through LinkedIn if you're more kind of professionally oriented and look at uh, what kind of articles that people are sharing or liking or what they're looking for. Again, same with the comments. Um, this is a really easy thing to do that doesn't have to be a lot of work outside of what, of course, is more of the gold standard of actually talking to somebody. Uh, but if you've only got 15 minutes, definitely use the internet to your advantage and find something that's going to help build your business. Um, if you're not looking at it from a customer side of things, I think looking internally and examining how you spend the time working on your business would be my third tip. So if you haven't ever done this, I definitely would recommend doing it. And even if you have done it, if it's been some time, it's good to revisit this. Uh, you, uh, it's very helpful to do things like a time audit. So basically to track yourself for two, maybe three days, looking at what sort of, what tasks that you are doing, how long you spend on them, and really and truly track everything, like even the times where you get distracted. This is just a good way of establishing a baseline because I think it's really easy to say, oh, I don't have time. And it's not really that you don't have time, it's that you aren't spending time wisely, hence these tips on using 15 minutes of time wisely. So again, um, you know, doing that time audit and then once you have a few days worth of data, uh, identifying what are your most productive uh, in revenue producing activities, um, how much time are you spending on those relative to other things which are either not productive or not very revenue producing and find ways of optimizing your schedule accordingly for the things that are bringing you in money or the things that are helping you be productive towards revenue producing activities. So that's another tip. Um, 
This is a really internal one. So the last one was internal to your business. This one is more internal to you and thinking about mindset. If you have not taken the time to express gratitude for how far that you've gotten in your business, building a business is no joke, even if it's the side hustle. Um, I think it's really easy to look at really large scale companies and think, whoa, they've made it. I'm never going to do that. Maybe if that's the case where you want to take your side hustle, or even if you're just looking at your side hustle as a way of generating a little bit of income on the side, you know, it's still the fact of the matter that you, you have things like you have, like whether you want to call them blessings, whether you want to call them wins, uh, whatever it is uh, that you want to call them, like really taking time to revisit and reflect on and really uh, kind of relive the experience of those past wins, those past successes, um, and really remind yourself of just how much you've achieved to date. Uh, and then this is just like a really important side note. It doesn't have to even just be professionally, like things personally that you have overcome. Like maybe you ran a marathon, maybe you were really sick at some point in time and now you're much healthier. Anytime that you have achieved anything that you really can look back on and feel that you were really proud of, like take 15 minutes to really just revel and soak in that um, and, and move forward. Um, and then I would leave you with the last tip that again is somewhat mindset and someone related to action is review your long long-term goals. Um, I talk about this a little bit in the article on LinkedIn, but it's really easy to set goals at one moment in time and then you forget. Uh, and so by taking 15 minutes to review your long-term goals, like take time to look at what, what sort of progress have you made? Uh, do you need to make any changes to get closer to those goals? Do you maybe need to reevaluate those goals because maybe they weren't necessarily as important as you thought they were? But the whole point is by taking that 15 minute window to really, again, review, critically evaluate. Um, don't forget the sort of emotional component of that. What do you feel about what sort of progress you've made to date or what you haven't made to date? And then make decisions intentionally and consciously accordingly uh, is really going to help you build your business in a way that um, that's purposeful and effective. So I thought I'd just share a really quick overview of the other two productivity tips that I've already shared this week. Um, there'll be more coming this weekend, so stay tuned. Uh, but on Wednesday, the first day of November, I wrote an article talking about how your life is dynamic and so your goal should be as well. Uh, so over the years, um, I've played around with, toyed around with different methods of goal setting and none of them I found like really worked. And for me, the approach that I've really adopted is uh, one, it has to be whole life. Like I'm not a big fan of um, resolutions because they fall short, they rely on motivation. I'm not a big fan of goals that solely focus on one part of your life and forget about everything else. Um, and then the third piece of it is some sort of way of having that goal setting process be iterative, being able to revisit, uh, reconsider and reflect on what those goals are, how close I am to them, and what can I do to get closer. Uh, so adding that sort of, that closing that feedback loop I thought was really important. So my goal setting process really focuses on um, looking at what is the status of sort of nine areas of your life, um, which I realize can sound like a lot, but it plays out really well on a grid when you, when you plot it out there. And uh, not only just reflecting on what has happened in terms of actual events and occurrences, but also emotionally, like what was that sort of overall experience or what that status is like, what, what sort of emotional state has it left you in? 
Once I've done that for those nine areas on that particular point in time in terms of current state, then it's time for me to say, okay, I know where I'm at in terms of a baseline. Where do I want to be 12 months from now? I usually do my goal setting process on my birthday because to me, that's my personal new year. Uh, and so when I'm looking at that forward, again, repeating the same process, where is it in terms of actual tactile things that I want to be, you know, where I want to be? Um, and then emotionally, like, what do I want to feel like when I get those things? Um, and then what that really does is once I have those goals identified, that feeds into my vision board process. And I kind of talk about this in the article that I used to be one of those people, you said that I, I'm really logical and I'm really scientific, like vision boards are just like too kind of woo woo and it's not really my thing. But there's actually a lot of neuroscience to back up that um, one, you need to beat your brain's negativity bias. And so you need to overfeed your brain and consciousness with positivity to counteract the natural affinity your brain has for negative information. Um, and then the second piece is too, is that because of that, like your brain has a negativity bias, but just in general, it has a filter for information. Like you are bombarded with millions of stimuli all the time. Your brain has to have a way of finding what's important. And by you constantly repeating something, that is a signifier that something is important. Repetition is a, a part of that. So, uh, so just to give you an overview of the nine areas that I look at, I look at personal life. So kind of happiness and growth, professional life. This could be both your day job and career, as well as your business, um, your purpose, your kind of life direction, your values, spirituality, uh, loved ones. These are all your really close kind of family and partner relationships, friends, uh, all of your social relationships, health and fitness, um, learning. I really believe it's important to stay learning whether it's formalized learning or just generalized curiosity or trying out new skills and experiences play i think something that really gets undervalued as an adult um, we just stop having fun and stop having like stop having hobbies um and ha including that variety in our life and last but certainly not the least finances um i think that in goal setting this is something that does not get talked about a lot or if it does it's always from a deficit like oh i want to focus on my finances because i'm trying to get out of debt i'm a big believer in setting more proactive and positive goals so i set investing goals i set income or revenue goals um and i say like what sort of things i want to budget for and spend for in in the new year uh so that's my approach to goal setting and then the other tip that i shared was on productive procrastination and that's basically just if you feel like you're creatively blocked like taking a defined amount of time to do something creative do something inspirational do something playful in a way that kind of drags yourself out of that space of feeling stuck and feeling negative um, and that it seems on the surface that you are avoiding something but really it's about like again feeding your brain new information um, and and getting to a place where you can kind of naturally move past that block but keeping it time limited and keeping it defined. Um, so you can see uh, the productive procrastination more detail on my Instagram at Vanessa Mason. And uh, I'll talk to you later this weekend.